back to the roots. Yeah, I haven't changed. I haven't made a. I haven't made a name in a while. I haven't made a fake name in a while. So I thought we could get back to the podcast roots. I can't read it all. What does it say? Number, number one, one Vin fan. Number one Vin fan. Because I think I'm I am. A, I'm a Vin. I'm a Vin fan. I think after this, are you a this bigger is, Vin fan than me? No, I'm not a bigger Vin. <laughs> I'll take. Big, am I a big? <laughs> Anybody, any of those Facebook comments who say underneath any Vin Diesel Facebook post, come to Brazil, I think I'm a bigger fan than. I'll say it. Mm. When did that start? I don't know. I, come re- to Brazil. I mean, that's what makes it an iconic meme. It comes out of such earnestness. It comes from like a please, I, I, I live in Rio. I, I would love for you to come to Brazil. <laughs> <laughs> explore our country <laughs> which he did i mean you know go to brazil they made a whole chunk of fast nine there yeah I mean, fast five that's true uh that's true uh welcome back everyone back back to down down critics are down my name is morgan roberts my name is dominic fitzgerald and uh we're, we're back to the bin completely this is 100% bin. Vin, this is the Vin bin. We are this back the in the bin bin. bin. <laughs> so the, the, the reason I did think this was just such a cromulent choice was, I mean, we're still keeping it in the family. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, keeping yeah. it we... in, the, in the family. And, but, but I felt like we just needed something that was thematically very much aligned with yeah. the bin. I mean, have we done a, a, you say we're back to the bin, have we done a Vin joint before? Like, at all? Uh, actually, of you all know, the, you know what? The Vin joints in all the world. Because he's not in, because he's not actually in, uh, what, which one have we done? We no, did we did, two. the one Fast and Furious film we did was Too Fast, Too Furious, which he is famously not in. <laughs> um, and unless he was in any any Bond film that I've missed... No, I don't think so. I don't think I think that would be impossible for me to have missed one of those. Uh, wasn't in Monster Trucks. <laughs> wasn't in the Mighty Ducks. I'm just trying to think if he's got any like weird like voiceover because you know he's the voice of um, yeah. Groot. So oh yeah, you know because he pops up in 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 little places just like he like that. You never yeah. know. You're like, oh, there he is, Vinny. Yeah. No, yeah, he didn't voice anybody in Pokemon the first movie. <laughs> <laughs> Did not have a cameo in Die Hard 2 Die Harder. No, we're good. We're a Vinless podcast until today. Until today. This is the first. Imagine this being your first Vinny Diesel film. I mean, I think it was for me. <laughs> oh, really? I think it, really? I think it was. Let's. You've all seen the title of the film. You know what film we're talking about. I had this DVD in my family DVD shelf for years. We're talking about the fate of the pacifier. <laughs> yeah, the, the, yeah, Triple X Junior. It's. Yeah. I really think the chronicles. Really... The chronicles of Triple X Junior. <laughs> yeah, the fate pitch, of the chronicles of yeah, the Triple X. Yeah, pitch black. Uh, <laughs> pitched yeah i i I genuinely think i didn't watch the fast and furious movies until later until high school at least and i didn't see i I, i'm trying to think of what the other vin staples were this would have been it this would have been my first experience with vinethy diesel because (laughs) and look at it i think he'd make a great can he be a bond villain at some point (laughs) yeah I think he could. That'd be weird. Like, how would they? He's got big Telly Savalas energy. Yeah, he does. If we were to compare it, where what sort of thing would he fit in though? Because he's just he got could... that. You can't. You almost just can't. 
you just you know you're just casting Dominic Toretto at this point. Like it's so. I know. I, I don't think I mean? so. I think I think that Vin has enough range. Oh, I'm not saying it, he doesn't. I'm just no, but saying. If, I think you couldn't cast Dominic Toretto as a villain because you'd be you'd be so. I would be so conflicted because I'd be like, you'd, you'd love him. He can't be about family. He can't be about uh, 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 the simple things. He's got to be like. I reckon he could play like an Elon Musk type. Like a weaponized charisma type of guy, you know what I mean? Yeah, maybe. Like he's trying to, or maybe like closer to of actual Bond villains, like an Elliot Carver, like some sort of media mogul. Oh man, thanks. Some kind of this reminded me how much I hated that film, and I hated yeah. Elliot Carver. Yeah. Damn. Anyway. Yeah. The pacifier. Uh, we don't. Uh, the pacifier. <laughs> cinematic piece of art. Um. Here's the thing about this. This is this is one of those cynical producer films, right? Yeah. This is like, this is it's- okay. Mm-hmm. Let's get Vinny. And by this point, what's he done? He's done Triple X, The Fast and the Furious. He was also in Saving Private Ryan. He was, because he made the his Giant very first thing. He made black. his own independent film, which I'm dying to see. I wish I could find a way to watch it. That got the attention of Steven Spielberg, who wrote that small role in Private Ryan for him. Mm. And then boom, it was just a Hollywood career off to the races. Um, Fast and Furious is 2001. So, yep. And then 2002, Triple X. And I think he'd done the first two Riddicks. I think Pitch Black was sometime in the late 90s, early 2000s. Pitch Black was 2000? Yeah. And then uh, Chronicles of Riddick was like 2004. Yeah. Both of them. And Dark Fury as well. Chronicles of Riddick, Dark Fury was a, Mm. um, it was the, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So he's so he's got already he's got three sort of so he's a movie star by this point because he's got three roles that you could sort of name by character he's got Dominic Toretto he's got Riddick and he's got uh this guy in Saving Xander Triple Cage Ryan. I was gonna say I do know the name of the character from oh, Triple X oh, from Triple X and then he's also you know I think he's credited some relatively highly for some reason in the, one of those weird. You know, mm. you know how there's films like, uh, hey, okay, here's a great example. Mm. You know, um, in uh, all I can think of is the Heart of Darkness. Um, yeah, Apocalypse Now. Yeah. Uh, so you know how Apocalypse Now is famous for having this huge ensemble cast. Yeah. And like uh, highly and crediting. Yeah. Maybe I'm just confusing it with this because I just well, yeah. remember reading that cast list and it's like Harrison Ford. It's like yeah. once in it for two minutes. Like yeah. <laughs> okay. Cool. Every okay. yeah, like big actors <laughs> who are in like maybe a scene or less. Yeah. Totally. And then even the core cast are still big names and they just get picked off. Yeah. Until it's you're wild. left with. Yeah, until you're left with nothing but Brando and, and Sheen. Tell you, n- nothing's left but the horror. What a great mm. film. When was the last time you watched that? I, I've only ever seen it the one time oh, in high school when I ticked it off my... Oh, you, I can't yeah. call myself a film buff until I've seen this. Totally. But it's kind of... Maybe it's that energy that I'm using. Well, wait, did, yeah, did you have an example? What, what did that have yeah, to do just, with Vin? I just thought because Vin was credited, I feel, feel something in my bones tells me that he was credited highly... Mm. For his character, relative to his character in mm. Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, in Private Ryan. Anyway, back to the pacifier. No, so you were saying known. an interesting note about like the production of it, right? It, I think it falls into this huge category of, if we look at Disney in the modern lens. In, yes. In the year of our Lord and Savior 2022. <laughs> That's right. We've, Disney does nothing but make Marvel movies, make live action adaptions of their animation. Yeah. Fund yeah. more animation, fund Pixar. Yeah. Yeah. And sort of. That's that's sort of 
now almost what they've sort of gone back and sort of tried to, and Star Wars, of course, and all these like franchises they bought recently, they've tried to cement that as their as their legacy kind of thing. Yeah, 100%. Now, they're, but they're trying to like sort of not black out because this was the most shocking thing, right? For years, since 2012, whenever they bought Lucasfilm and that whole era of Disney started, that's all I saw them as. They bought everything nice that I like, and then they just make Marvel movies and Dis- and animations. So then when Disney Plus came out, that whole library was just the flood, and I felt all these memories flood back to me of all these other fucking movies that were like, oh yeah, Disney, Disney. made these movies. Like Disney were making all kinds of different live-action movies for the past 30, 40 years. Alongside that, they were making... Sci-fi movies like The Black Hole, uh, weird action movies like National Treasure. I'm trying to think of all these other live-action movies. I I know at some point, and I, again, this is why Fast and Furious is so important to the cinematic landscape because both of their quote-unquote leads, Vin 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 Diesel and Dwayne Johnson, Mr. Rock, had both (laughs) these these periods of time where they were they were like these lead macho action men leading these family films. I hold this film, The Pacifier, and a film that was made a year later starring The Rock called The Game Plan, which I almost think I'm going to go watch tonight just because, just to unlock that flood of memory, mm. where it is just these action heroes, like, stereotypes. So, like, obviously in this one, Vin Diesel plays, like, a tier one operator for, the sea, for like, the, the Navy SEALs. Mm. And then in the other one, the, the Rock plays, like, some superstar NFL player. Mm who suddenly realizes, oh, I have an eight-year-old daughter who I now have to learn to take care of and be a good dad. The same way that tier one operator Vin Diesel is like, I've got to look after these kids of this this target I failed to protect. And throughout the way, I'm just going to become a good dad. Yeah, right. Okay. So, and and The Rock and him are doing these kind of things on the regular. On, around, the same, around, like, the, around same the same time. the same time. Like, you know, the The Rock had transitioned from this big wwe it's a career defining point in his life really there's a reason we still call him the rock and not dwayne johnson all the time like he's played this wrestling superstar for the better part of <laughs> yeah. almost two decades long time yeah and now he's and now only now he's just sort of only a movie guy but even then we're all you know we're calling him the rock he it's may just, be dwayne johnson on all those posters and all those credits but he's the rock He's, the, He's rock. the rock in our hearts. Yeah. And he found this transition from, you know, you got to give his Disney era the credit of transitioning him from WWE to movies. Because another movie, and I don't know if this fits into the criteria because I've only ever seen it the one time as a seven-year-old. Um, d- do you remember the, the the remake of Race to Witch Mountain? No. He was in it. And I, I, I know I've only seen it the one time, but I saw it on Disney Plus and went, the fuck, maybe this is worth going back in the vault. Same way that Vin... It's very interesting that his Hollywood career at this point, I think it would have said at a time, had reached a plateau almost. He said no to doing more Fast and Furious movies. He's done these sort of one-off action roles like Triple X, which he also didn't do the sequel for. I think they replaced him with Ice Cube, if I remember what? my Triple X lore correctly. What? Yeah, I've, I haven't seen that movie. I know it's called Triple X State of the Union. Stars Ice Cube as a different tier one operator. <laughs> and 
just to make sure nobody forgets what our podcast used to be. Tier one. It's directed by Lee Tamahori, director of Die Another Day. Wow. So, boom. Into everything this. is connected. I'm just trying Time to find... Circle. I'm just trying to look through here. So, mm. Jesus, he is so prolific. Not Vin Diesel, The Rock, Dwayne Johnson. 100 acting credits on IMDb. Mm. If you do look Jesus. at those acting credits, I think 20 of those are just... WWE uh, WrestleMania. <laughs> uh, no, I think that's a single credit. There's two. No, I swear to God, if you scroll down the bottom, there's. I, I did this oh, okay. same thing yesterday, and I, I just saw a sea of WWE, WWF. I'm no, trying to is, find that mountain. Uh, uh, <laughs> Race, which give, mountain? 2009. Yeah, 2000, yeah 2009, I think. Yep. Um, no, I'll give, I'll give Dwayne his roses this one time, but I'll give Vin way more roses. Um. At this point, his career was sort of in this weird limbo. And I don't think it was helped by this movie, as we'll get to in a moment. But there was definitely an era where Vin was just performing. Yeah. And that was the most stunning thing. What expectations quality-wise did you have going into this film? I had no expectations. So that's okay. the... Uh, I wish we I wish we had put, did more video all the time. You want to do more video bits? You want to Cuz I look like that guy right now. I look like you the do. the conspiracy theorist meme guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No uh, expectations. No expectations. I I thought actually you know what? No, no my expectations were this is going to be a C grade mid 2000s Disney flop because yeah. that's what I can imagine it was. And then I looked it up on a budget of, what, 50-something million, and it made nearly yeah. 200. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? crazy. People went to see this. I, fine. Fine. Yeah. Okay. I I definitely play, gave that DVD a fair few plays. That was my <laughs> expectation. I, I knew I'd seen it. I loosely remembered it. I was like, he's a tier one operator of some kind and he's looking after some children. Yeah, totally. And it's got some real, like, it's got some real actors in it. 90, uh, late nineties, early two thousands, like clout here, right? Yep. Lauren Graham, Brad yep. Garrett. Like yep. these are household names yep. at this point, T- you know, TV Gilmore girls, superstars. totally. Yeah. Uh, what's a, what's a, who, what's he from? Is it, a, isn't it? Um, Brad Garrett thing was everybody loves Raymond. Everybody loves Raymond. Yeah. 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 So, yep. so all of these things, elements geez lauren graham is hot like damn i know i know it's 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 all kinds of mad but um wild my expectations were like you go yeah 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 yeah. yeah, my expectations were at the point of if i love it as a kid there's no there's no shot it holds up there's absolutely no fucking shot this thing is this thing holds up (laughs) but because (laughs) i'd forgot most of it that opening started and i went Wait, what? Wait, what movie am I watching again? Yeah, yeah. Was I Tier One Operator Triple <laughs> X? He was on jet skis doing flips and shit, and I was like, "This is oh. great! This is great!" Like, it's so it's poorly Disney sanctioned murder. Disney sanctioned murder. I mean, th- that's what Disney does these days. They did. You know, they shot Har- down a helicopter, and I was like, oh, d- d- I d- "I've never seen so much insurgent murder in such a Disney friendly way." That's crazy. PG. <laughs> Yeah! Wow! The the father, the father of the titular comedic kids, is gunned down in international waters, and we and they shoot it in the most PG way possible. And you think, oh wow! Oh no! Super sad. Here's the thing about this film: I actually think like, like it's not great, but Mm. it has. It is not. I don't think it's let down by the casting or the performances. Um. 
And I'd argue with a bit of work, the script is totally serviceable. Oh, yeah. This is so let down by the production values assigned to this film. This could be... In in select areas. In select areas. This could be a mid-2000s family classic, Mm. and it just was not given enough love. The cinematography, I would not even call it that. Uh, I think It's very flat. It's so flat. The production values are... Apart from paying Vinnie Diesel and a couple of like yeah. ninety sweethearts, yeah. um, I, I, I and that amazed, opening action sequence. Yeah, I'm like, cool. I feel that, like that's where all the money. That's went. where the forty nine million dollars went, and then they yeah. had seven or eight million yeah. to spend on the rest. We got to blow up a boat, a helicopter. <laughs> Shit, that, that took out all of our money. Oh, and we've also got to build steal some jet skis. Yeah, we've also got to build a massive. Booby trapped vault underneath the suburban house. Yeah, that's the part. That's the part that's like. <laughs> There's the bank. There it is. A production design meeting. Just yeah. I think, <laughs> like it is this weird, like not even James Bond, like like spy kids looking. It's a spy kids death level trap. death trap. Yeah, under it's, a suburban it's not, house. It's not great. Under um, under a Toronto house. Oh man. Um. So, but that's the thing. Like, yeah, I really like. I, I had a couple of beers last night, but I wasn't <laughs> three sheets thin yeah. by any means. But I was watching yeah. this, and there was a couple of times where I was like, "Oh, damn, wholesome family values." Like, yeah. I think there was something really there that they I, I, didn't I, they yeah. didn't produce it well enough. That I could have just really come off. See, that's a good thing. See, I I'm trying to think now that you've mentioned that. I'm trying to think because I, I I agree. I don't think it's great. I think it was far better than I was expecting. <laughs> It was far better than my expectations had, had, had sort of prepared me for. Because, all right, I had a great time, but purely off the strength of me being able to revel in Vin Diesel being such a good comedy performer. Like, I was screaming to you in the text, get this guy in more comedy. Yeah, Not only does he have guy. the timing, the, the pathos of it, he's got the physicality for comedy. Yeah, he's the, doing bits all the time. The time where you, the times where you feel he's off, you can argue that that's just poor editing because I can't even think of a time when he was off. No, like, no, he's was, not off. But in terms of yeah. like when that lands in the in the film, and it's like okay, there's just there's just stuff that lingers. I reckon there's yeah. ten minutes you could shave off this fifteen minutes without actually cutting yeah. any scenes. I reckon there's yeah. like a good. Maybe cut some scenes, you get it 20 minutes away. But, like, I reckon there's 10 minutes in this film that you could get rid of that is purely better editing and more efficient editing with with sharper cuts and jumps and snappier dialogue. (laughs) Maybe lose one of the 10 poop gags. Yeah, totally. It's or a lot even of poop gags. or lose one of the kids. They all have some kind of role, I guess. Well, see, that's of- the that's the thing. And this is back to your point about performance and editing. That was the only other thing that, like, I, I was feeling some friction on in the movie. Is like, Vin Diesel is taking this material like seriously as he should, as all good performers should, no matter how ridiculous the material is. And I felt like a lot of the other, specifically the kids, right. I don't want to level this at actually I'll throw Brad Garrett in there too. I feel like a lot of them were trying to pl- we're just playing sitcom. We're like playing Disney Channel d- television type yeah. of like energy, which didn't always mesh. Yeah. It wasn't bad. They're all I think I, you know, like a lot of those actors uh, uh, I'm trying to think uh, Brittany Snow is the only one in the month. she's in that new T West um horror film that's coming out X. I'm tr- and I and I think I did the basic IMDb of most of the kids. But like, there are good no, actors. Isn't she? Isn't she? Um, 
Isn't she that one of those leads in Pitch Perfect? Is that what she yes. does? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes, she is. That's um, she, quite young. Yeah, 2005. Damn. Uh, yeah. No, I looked it up. She was like a 20 year old. Oh, really? That's <laughs> yeah. why. She yeah, can no, present, so all, she can present two, a bit younger yeah, than that. Yeah. No, those two kids, the two older kids were. And speaking of the older boy, right? Love it. I love that bait and switch. I so great. That was okay. It, for those, for most of you who I'm guessing did not watch the film with us, <laughs> haven't seen the pacifier. Spoilers for the pacifier. <laughs> Spoilers for the funniest joke in not just the pacifier, but I think any Disney live action movie like that I've ever seen. Actually, I love. I did love this so much. This was I, fantastic because I forgot about it until <laughs> that setup happened. The kid, all right, so obviously there's friction with the kids in Vin Diesel, but specifically the old the old kid, and you just sort of put it to... Eldest son, who's the yeah, second oldest. Yeah, he's a teenager, oldest. he's a teenager, he's and he, sleeping, grumpy. And he gets but in trouble at note. school yeah, because he there's... skips class and skips he sneaks class, out. Da, 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 da. And then they find under his beanie, which he always wears, that he's bleached his hair, blonde, yep. and they find a... Well, yeah, 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 he's like, all right, the blonde thing hair... <laughs> the blonde hair, I'll let you... You clearly want to do the setup so you can have it, but I just want to... Beanie, he's wearing a beanie for most of the movie. And yeah, you're like, totally. All right, fine. And then, like, bleach blonde hair. Yeah. All right, maybe he's just a big Eminem fan. Like, yeah. maybe there were still a few of those in 2005. Yeah. What does Brad Garrett find in his fucking locker? A swastika armband. Fucking what? swastika armband. What? And this Disney movie, this, this, this Disney movie <laughs> <laughs> implies that the kid is a Nazi. Wow. And then Vin Diesel's like... Well, come on, let's not let's not you know, let's not jump to conclusions. Maybe it's a little maybe it's a little sus. But there's just a solid like two minutes of runtime where they're like, fuck this kid's a Nazi. And then Will uh, Will. <laughs> Why was I gonna say Will Smith? We don't I, I, prom- we I don't promise know who that not is. to talk about it. I don't know who that is. Vin Diesel <laughs> chases him. He chases Chris Rock to the cinema. Oh no! Chases the kid. Chases the kid to the theater. No, to a back alley where he's hanging out with a bunch of other (laughs) Nazis. And then they go inside and realize that actually they're all secretly, he's secretly been working on a production of The Sound of Music. Yeah, he's been cast as fucking Rolf in The Sound of Music. The worst. And he literally walks in on him doing the, you are 16, going on 17. Gotta say. And it was like. Fantastic stuff. Yeah. Because I then remembered, I, I loosely remembered, all right, isn't the thing about the kid, he's doing a musical, and I forgot about it, and then the scene where <laughs> Brad Garrett holds up the swastika armband, and I was like, oh, right, oh, fuck. <laughs> it, it's the sound of music. Because <laughs> there's that wonderful, suddenly that, like, the tone mm. shifts, and you're like, damn, oh. even seeing something, even seeing that on screen, like, yeah. unless you're in a period drama like a period yeah. war film like you're so not ready to see no. that like, like plays di- plays different in, in the 2020s like oh I guess, uh, it, it plays different <laughs> post the 2016 election 100 percent. yeah but it was it was immediately it's because then it turns into the best part one of the best parts of the movie because you just yeah. see vin change where he's like oh oh that's oh th- well he, he like has this relief of like oh thank god the kid's a nazi but then he's like oh this is easy he, he like he takes on himself. He's like, "Oh, this will be easy." Thank God, the kid's a Nazi. Get him in line. No, thank, thank goodness the kid's not a Nazi. <laughs> thank goodness the kid's not a Nazi. Actually, just an actor. 
Yeah, because then Vin Diesel, the T1 operator, would have like six more targets in the. Um, no, but you can see it in Vin Diesel's face. He's like, well, this will be easier to get him in line because we can just he can channel all his focus and his discipline into the theater, the thing he wants to do. Hundred percent. And then and then and then just while we're talking about that scene, I don't know who they got, and I don't know who that actor is who played the the director who quits. Yeah, good performance. Wild. Good bit performance. <laughs> I can't work under these conditions. <laughs> but it was, like you said, I don't know if you, you, you'd you want to lose part of it in the script, but honestly, it was so, that specific montage where he's like, all of the kids have their have their problems, you know, that yeah. they're general, they're, they're angst around their dad and high school. Vin finds the way to challenge, to, to like throw the discipline, the military discipline into the things they want to do. He teaches Britney Snow how to drive, he directs the kids' musical. He teaches the little girls um, in their scout troop how to sell biscuits and also become defend themselves. Yeah, tier three operators. Like I don't like. <laughs> he teaches them. They they are like tortured and waterboarded. That's <laughs> wild. It was yeah. It was that was that was nuts. Um, but, and all the while he's like ch- changing shitty diapers and getting better at that, and he learns the the the, the plot. Hey, when dance. are they tortured? What the fuck? Oh, you mean the other? Go- the, oh, yeah, the, no, the scout the- kids were t- the the scout boys who came oh, through to bully yeah. them the first time. They tie them to the thing and like they gag them and bound them. Yeah, that was great though. It was like, God damn! Thank God! Thank goodness he didn't teach the ch- the little girls how to waterboard. I do love the um the through line where he's taught the girl scouts how to defend <laughs> themselves, but. They, then they lead with, don't come any closer because we don't yeah. want to have to hurt you. Yeah. <laughs> and he does then the repeated thing where he has the face-off, uh, the yeah. wrestle with like yeah. with Brad Garrett, who yeah, just Brad- doesn't tweak that he's oh my God. in the Navy. He just thinks he's an ex-con. Yeah. It's not even right. that he thinks. It's not even that he thinks that he's like so high on his own fumes, and it's hilarious. He's that like, scene of him dude, just folding Brad Garrett like a pretzel. One look at that guy, you don't like. You just don't. Don't yeah. touch him. Yeah. In anger. It's <laughs> oh, not going to end well for you. It will it be was painful. So good for, for you. For you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, no Batman. No Batman. No Bond. We're going to have to Batman, go no a stretch Bond. without no Batman and no Bond. Um, <laughs> this is. To, I think we're going to have to rename the podcast at this point. No Batman. Yeah, no Batman. What no is this? Bond. There's no Batman, no Bond. No Batman, no Bond. Film um, podcast. It, look, the <laughs> this is great. Um, I don't have much more to say about this. I want to. I no. I I, I had one more note, and it was the 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 action sequence where the ninjas come into the house. Oh yeah. Which yeah. Spoilers. Yeah. It's ninjas. Yeah. He mm. was. That was like. I, I want to give the credit to Vin Diesel for again having that comedy in the performance, like where he was doing all those fight sequences, and he's doing them himself. He's doing them real well. And he starts working comedic elements in there. Yeah. Like the kids are throwing him objects. He's like beating them up with toys. But um, yeah, listen, the third act of this film is a little, uh, is probably what lets it down the most. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, you know, they, they find well, How'd the- you feel about the ghost gag? I loved it. Especially because, you know what? Because for- mm. this just happened to be that Harry's been watching uh, the, the two Guardians of the Galaxy films. So yep. he watched number two. Yeah. Like he was finishing watching number two mm-hmm. um, yesterday when I yeah. watched this film. So there's that moment where, uh, what's his name, glitches into 
Oh, uh, into, yeah. Into Hasselhoff. Into, yeah. <laughs> it does look like Patrick Swayze. It's, it's, there is a similarity there. Not Hasselhoff Swayze. Yeah. Sorry. Wrong one. Hasselhoff Swayze. Get them I saw what you were doing though. They do look similar. Um, what's his name? But no, that's I, what, what because again, name? as a child, I was like, "What the fuck is this movie?" Is that's Whoopi? That's Whoopi? That's the lady from Sister Act, <laughs> another Disney classic in our DVD collection <laughs> yeah, that right. we will do on this podcast eventually. Both Sister Act one and two. That's wild. Um, yeah, no, the third act is just like. <laughs> It's like, all right, so the, the the opening of the film, I give credit to. I think it's great. I think it's a good setup, and I think it's interesting. It's like they tried to recreate that same energy, but just it did not come together. There was just no budget to make a good-looking bunker even, under a suburban house. Not even, like, budget-wise. It's like, okay, so this guy who's been in two scenes prior to this, who put Vin Diesel on this mission and has just been sitting around with the mother in, in Switzerland trying to get into a safe box for what is maybe a month. <laughs> that the whole, yeah, the whole conceit of why this takes so long is I mean, so they, wild. I think they say it's like two weeks, but even still it's like, we can't find the password for the a, Swiss bank account. Yeah. And then I'll find it on the inside of my wedding ring. Oh, I mean, it's very mid two thousands. No, but that was like that was that was. I I can still buy that. It was the it was the fact that there's a Spy Kids esque lab underneath the suburban house that suddenly the ninjas who were their rude Korean neighbors. Oh yeah, no, the the name drop of like when they when they first tie the kids up, and and the mum's like you're in your you're ashamed to your government, and he's like North Korea pays better. It was just like whoa. Wow. In 2005. Wow. 2005. I mean, Yeesh. not even just, just straight up put Kim Jong on blast. <laughs> like, yeah, they want this thing so that nobody can launch nukes, which is again, so lost throughout the whole movie because they yeah, mentioned the no beginning. one cares about that. Like, unless no. this has something directly to do with Vinnie Diesel being, yeah. you know, daddy figure doing the best he can yeah. changing lives, taking names at the same time. Yeah. It's kind of a bit lost. But, you know, plot's got to find ways to get yep. things happening, moving at some point. Yeah. Anyway, I, uh, this is great. This is I, fine. Yeah. I, I just, the last thing I want to mention. Show your kids. We grow, we, <laughs> we, we gave Lauren Graham a lot of credit. Completely forgot that she was also a tier one operator in the plot. Uh, no, she and wasn't. Is- tier, she was an officer. I don't think she was like... <laughs> front lines I, I mean at the very end she apprehends oh, that's true that's the t- true. and it was just like again it's never mentioned except the first time the- yeah, the first time they meet she's like yeah i, was, I basically just remembered that she was in the yeah. navy for four yeah. years i too am a- yeah no she wasn't in the navy i remember that because the because the whole joke is like well because you know we're on land you're my commanding officer oh and she's like, right mm, yes <laughs> And then they kiss, <laughs> which again, uh, I, yeah, I, I just think as a, as a, as a, as a family movie, it's eh, as an action movie, eh, as a Vin Diesel comedy vehicle, chef's kiss. Yeah. Do he's, more comedy, Vin Diesel. He's killing it. He's killing it. This needs to be 
You just need to back it more, Disney. Back it more. Put a bit yeah. more money in it. I mean, yeah. I mean, they probably regretted it because it made four times its budget. Yeah, it's true. It's still fifty million's a lot of money. That's it's not cheap. No. That's a lot of jet skis and in two thousand five too. Like yeah. you know, fucking superhero movies, big budget superhero movies were like double that. Oof. Anyway, and, anyway thanks for listening. Find us on iTunes. Rate yeah. us. Find us on Overcast. Yeah. All the places that you're all listening. pod all all pod stations all, available. All pod um, stations. We're back. We're committed to bargain bins now. This Fully is our life now. We don't it's know gonna what... be a whole. It's going to be a whole extra year of Oof. bargain bin material. No, no new franchises that we care about that we have to do the whole run of. A Nolstice every now and then. We'll but... do a Nolstice. Who's that guy again? <laughs> At least we've got all the yeah. Batman's done. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Jesus. Fuck that. Yeah, we get to do. We get to do. Oh, do we decide what we were doing next? Ah, uh, yeah, we're doing Goodfellas. No, I I meant for the Nolstice. Yeah, oh, we're the doing Nolstice. Goodfellas next, by the way. <laughs> we're doing Goodfellas next. Uh, no, for the Nolstice, we'll figure that out. Until then, yeah. my name is Morgan Roberts. My name is Fitz- Dominic Fitzgerald. <laughs> you, you number nearly one did Vin it. Diesel fan. You nearly said it. <laughs> no, I didn't. I said number one Vin Diesel fan, Dominic Fitzgerald. <laughs> Dominic Bowden, Dominic Toretto Fitzgerald. It's my full name.